0: Today, we're going to talk about strength. If we look at strength from the physics point of view, this helps it make more sense. Strength is simply the application of force. And what is force? Force is equal to the mass of an object times by its acceleration. If we go back and look at how does force relate to work. In physics, this is pretty simple. Force times the distance that it's conducted over. Another way we can look at work is force by velocity by time, which is equal to force times distance. We talk about it in terms of training, It's really the application of force against an external load. So force will always be present and that's what our muscles do. They generate force on our bones to cause movement. When we're doing strength training, we're trying to increase the amount of force we can generate. The way we increase the amount of force we can generate is by overloading the mass of the system. That is by using implements such as barbells and dumbbells and making them heavier and heavier and heavier. The more weight we can move, the more force we can generate. The term you can't escape from when it comes to strength training is power. And a lot of the time people will use the terms strength and power interchangeably as if they mean the same thing. This is not true. Strength and power are not the same thing. So while strength is the amount of force we can generate, power is the amount of work we can do in a specified amount of time. Once we change the velocity of the movement, the amount of work hasn't changed. It's still moved a set mass. But if we do it in five seconds, we're going to have more power than if we do it in ten seconds. So we've done the same amount of work, but we've done it quicker. And that's what power is. Power is simply work over time. That is work divided by the amount of time it takes to do that work. Now going back to our equation for what work is, work is simply force times a distance or force times a velocity times a time when we divide work by time we're left with simply force by velocity so we can apply a force faster then we're generating higher amounts of power the other issue with power is just like force just like velocity and just like time it's always present in all types of training we do even long distance endurance training has a power aspect to it a certain amount of work is being done in a certain amount of time compared to Olympic weightlifting though the actual amount of power generated is going to be significantly lower to add more confusion to the term of power the sport of powerlifting whilst it does have a power aspect is not an overly powerful sport it has a high force and high strength aspect but in reality Olympic weightlifting has significantly higher amounts of power in its movement Movements, that is the snatch and the clean and jerk. Powerlifting is poorly named. It should be called something like force lifting or strength lifting. It's got the name that it's got and we're stuck with it basically. Absolute strength is generating the maximum force we can against an external load. The objective of strength training is to be able to move a heavier and heavier external load. But when it comes to strength training, there's different types that don't fit neatly in that corner of the triangle. And we actually have a blend between strength and endurance and strength and velocity. And we get a few different types of strength that aren't absolute strength. So whilst we have absolute strength, which is moving the heaviest load we can, strength endurance is still applying force against an external amount of resistance. And we're going to try and do it for as long or for as many reps as possible. And that's all strength endurance is simply. It's a blend between the application of force with doing it for as long as possible. We can't have maximum force for maximum endurance. So the amount of weight we can actually move with strength endurance is going to be lower. We can also look at the relationship between strength and speed. That is force and velocity. Some people will call a blend of strength and speed. That is force times velocity power, like we've talked about before. But in terms of fitness qualities, this can add more confusion. Power is present in some degree anytime we do any work. Doesn't matter if it's absolute strength, if it's endurance, speed training there's going to be some power aspect to it loosely we can call conducting strength training at high velocities power training but when we break it down we can actually go into a bit more detail i follow a line of thought that actually generates two types of what we'd call power and that is strength speed and speed strength what is strength speed it's the application of a relatively high amount of force against an external resistance but we're trying to do it faster with speed strength we're going to see the external resistance decrease but the velocity increase. While some people will say speed training is not strength training, in reality, it does have some commonality. When it comes to speed training or developing speed in any capacity, two very special types of strength present, and that is reactive strength and starting strength. They're both special types of strength, and starting strength is more than just a strength program developed by Mark Ripetone. Now, some examples of these different types of strength. So absolute strength, we might do something like a deadlift. Strength speed might be something like a clean. Speed-strength might be something like a med-ball toss and speed might be something like a 100 meter sprint. We can plot the relationship between force and velocity when we're looking at strength training. If we'd apply the maximum effort we could with absolute strength, we'd see we'd have a really high force output at a relatively low velocity. Take, for example, a powerlifter doing a one repetition maximum on the deadlift. If they're actually doing absolute strength, that is the largest amount of load they can lift, that deadlift is going to be really slow. It's not going to be done in one or two seconds. It might take five or even 10 seconds. The load is high. The force generation is high but the velocity is low. If we look at strength speed, we see a bit of a decrease in the amount of force, but an increase in the actual speed or velocity that we're doing the movement at. Speed strength on the other hand, we'll see it's still an external resistance, but it's going to be relatively lighter and conducted a lot faster. Speed on the other hand is going to be done at a really low amount of force, but really fast or a high velocity. Where does strength endurance fit on this curve? I hear you ask, and where strength endurance would sit if we were a graph, the relationship between force and velocity would be under the curve. It would be somewhere in here. It's going to be relatively lower in the amount of force required, but more than none. It's going to be relatively low in the amount of velocity or speed required, but it's going to be more than none. And as opposed to trying to do it fast or trying to do it heavy, we're trying to do it for as long as possible or for as many reps as possible, and that's the endurance aspect. It still has a force component. It will have a velocity component, which we might be able to manipulate, but its endurance is actually going to be significantly higher. The other thing I might hear you ask is, where's hypertrophy? Surely that is related to strength training and fits somewhere in our triangle or on our force velocity curve. Hypertrophy is a little bit different. So whilst hypertrophy might be a training goal or an outcome a lot of people are looking for, it's a component. That helps develop strength any strength training will have some aspect of hypertrophy and we see hypertrophy occur pretty much with any anaerobic training doesn't matter if it's strength training or speed training it's going to stimulate different levels of hypertrophy the idea of someone who's looking at hypertrophy though is trying to generate the maximum amount of muscle mass they can as opposed to developing absolute strength strength speed speed strength speed or even strength endurance hypertrophy is one aspect that contributes to developing strength or any of the sub-qualities of strength. However, it's not a physical quality by itself. It's more a mechanism or an adaptation our body has in response to training that can lead to improvements in any of the strength qualities. How do we maximize hypertrophy? That's a totally different topic altogether, which we'll talk about later in the future. And you can still develop strength without having significant hypertrophy gains, As a beginner, most of your improvements and adaptations don't actually occur from any or much hypertrophy at all, generally related to nervous system development and being more efficient. Take for example, when you first started training, you might find yourself developing your strength or your strength endurance rather considerably at the start, without seeing any corresponding hypertrophy improvements. This is because hypertrophy alone does not lead to strength development. Other things contribute, such as developing your nervous system. Now, a good entry point for a lot of people when it comes to strength training isn't to start with absolute strength. That is a lot of people trying to improve their one rep max or doing training that's best suited to developing the one rep max can actually come at the price or can compromise their technique and they can develop poor motor patterns. A lot of people find a better way in is to actually start training with higher reps, looking at developing a degree of strength endurance before moving on to absolute strength. Then once they've developed absolute strength, then transitioning more towards strength speed, speed strength, and finally speed. The key takeaways from this whiteboard Wednesday is strength can mean a lot of things and that is we might be talking about strength in its pure or absolute form that is absolute strength we might be meaning strength speed or speed strength which is really where power sits. or we could be talking about aspects of hypertrophy or even speed if we understand the different types of strength we can then develop training that's most suitable to allow us to improve that aspect of fitness or performance we're looking to <laughs>